Many times, many people, even Christians, pray to God without having intimate association with God. But Dr. Tony Evans says being close to God gives us an added extra. Prayer is powerful when it is preceded by a relationship. This is The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans, author, speaker, senior pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas, Texas, and president of The Urban Alternative. There's a popular catchphrase that goes, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Well, today, Dr. Evans says that's definitely the case when it comes to prayer. Let's join him as he explains. I want to say a word about power in the name of Jesus. Power in the name of Jesus. We just read a story about the seven sons of Sceva. His father was a Jewish chief priest. And they saw Paul do wonderful things in the name of Jesus. They saw him invoke the name of Jesus to deal with the supernatural and to deal with the spiritual realm. So they decided this isn't bad. This Jesus' name is a powerful name. Look at what Paul has been doing in the name of Jesus. Why don't we do it too? So what they do is they say, I adjure you in the name of Jesus, verse 13, whom Paul preaches. In other words, we saw what that name can do. We heard what that name can do, and we want to do it too. They invoke the name of Jesus in order to deal with the supernatural because this man is demonically possessed. They use the name of Jesus. It is our custom, our habit, and spiritually appropriate for us as Christians to also use the name of Jesus. Most of our prayers end in Jesus' name. We invoke that name in order to give acceptance and clout to the prayer. The problem was when these seven sons of Sceva said, I adjure you in the name of Jesus, it backfired. The exact opposite happened to what they wanted to happen, even though they used the name of Jesus. Many of us may find out the same scenario. We use the name of Jesus and either nothing happens or the opposite to what we want happens, even though we used his name. Now, if his name is so powerful, so great and so awesome, why would the reverse happen to which they were requesting? I'd like to suggest that many of us misunderstand what it means to pray in Jesus' name. We use it to dignify our prayers, to make our prayers acceptable without understanding its importance. In order to use the name of Jesus powerfully, it must be used legally. 
in order to use the name of Jesus powerfully, in other words, in order for that name to mean something and to do something when you use it, you must have the legal right to use it. When you take somebody's name and use it illegitimately, that's a form of fraud. These men had the right name, but they didn't have the right credentials. They didn't have the right to use the name, even though it was the right name. So first of all, if you're going to invoke the name of Jesus powerfully and legally, then you must have the substance of Jesus correct if the name is going to mean anything. To simply say Jesus, uh, I ask these things in Jesus' name, amen, may be totally illegal and totally illegitimate if in fact what you're asking for is not consistent with who he is and what his will is. So they, they speak to the demon. The demons say in verse 15, the evil spirit answered through the man, I recognize Jesus. I know about Paul, but who are you? Now, there's a whole lot in there. We know who Jesus is. We know who Paul is. Who in the world are you? In other words, by what legal right do you exercise authority over us? Jesus can do that. Paul can do that. You can't do that. Even though you're using the same name. What made the seven sons of Sceva illegitimate or illegal in their use of Jesus' name? There was no recognizable relationship between them and Jesus. Paul is a man just like the seven sons of Sceva. But the difference is there was a recognizable relationship that even the devils recognized between Paul and Jesus. So Paul could exercise authority in Jesus' name because there was a recognized connection. To be legit and powerful, there must be between us and God a recognizable relationship. First of all, that comes with salvation. Secondly of all, that comes with spiritual development and sanctification. Prayer is powerful when it is preceded by a relationship. Many times, many people, even Christians, pray to God without having intimate association with God. Hold your finger here and uh, turn to John chapter 15, verse 7. It reads this way. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it shall be done for you. 
Notice the condition. The condition is abiding. What he says is, if our relationship is tight, this abiding, this closeness, then you can ask because relationship gives you access. The father loves the son. Whatever the son wants from the father, the father gives to the son. God never turns down Jesus Christ. Except, of course, that one exception when he was going to the cross for our sins. That would be the exception. My God, my God, let this cup pass from me. Why hast thou forsaken me? All that was tied to our sins. So sin created a separation between God and Jesus. Therefore, Jesus got to know God's redemptive plan. But God, the Father, does not turn down the Son. The Father loves the Son and therefore does whatever the Son asks. Jesus said in John 15, if you abide in me and my word abides in you, you can do what I do. And that is I ask the Father. And the Father just loves telling me yes. Why? Because Jesus Christ becomes one with the Father and they're on the same page. Why do we not get more of our prayers answered? We're not on the same page. Look at uh, chapter 16 of John, verse 23. And in the day you will ask me, no question. Truly, truly, I say to you, if you shall ask the Father for anything, he will give it to you, what? In my name. Until now, you have asked for nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be made full. These things I have spoken to you in figurative language. An hour is coming when I will speak no more to you in figurative language, but tell you plainly of the Father. In that day, you will ask, how? In my name. And I do not say to you that I will request the Father on your behalf for the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and believe that I have come forth from the Father. I came forth from the Father and have come into the world. I'm leaving the world again and going to the Father. Jesus says, when you pray in my name. There's a modern day example of how in my name operates. And Dr. Evans will share that with us when he returns in just a moment. But first, today's lesson is part of a new compilation of messages from Tony called You Are Stronger Than You Think. The sermons included in this series were specially selected to help you recognize that you're not alone in your journey, that you can tap into God's power, help, and guidance to give you purpose and hope and the ability to overcome life's challenges and difficulties. You can get your own copy of all six full-length messages in this series on either CD or downloadable MP3s, including material we won't have time to present on the air. This collection is our gift to you, and thanks for helping to bring Tony's messages to this station through your donation to The Alternative. You can make the arrangements at TonyEvans.org. And when you do, we'll send you an added bonus, a copy of Prayers to Share. It's a special book that includes 100 pass-along kindness notes you can use to lift up and brighten someone else's day. 
Get both of these resources when you visit TonyEvans.org or when you call 1-800-800-3222 and let one of our helpful team members assist with your request. That's a 24-7 phone number once again, 1-800-800-3222. Well, Dr. Evans will come back with more of today's lesson right after this. Far too many of us want to throw in the towel before we've thrown up the prayers. Dr. Tony Evans says Christians have a habit of underusing or overlooking our most valuable spiritual resource. Grace is available, but only at the throne, and you can only approach the throne through prayer. You can deepen your connection with the Lord through our in-depth course on Kingdom Prayer at the Tony Evans Training Center. You'll discover how God has wired the world to work by prayer and experience for yourself how it connects heaven with earth and time with eternity. You'll not only gain a new understanding and appreciation for prayer, you'll actually pray in transforming ways you've never experienced before. The course is intense, but you can work through it at your own pace and get all the help you need through our online forum. And, of course, there's custom content from Tony not available anywhere else. Connect with the Tony Evans Training Center at TonyEvans.org. It's like having a seminary on your smartphone or other device. Start today. TonyEvans.org. We're all familiar with power of attorney. Power of attorney gives somebody the right to act on your behalf. To pray in Jesus' name is to give him power of attorney. It is to give him legal right. Not just saying a word in the name of Jesus, but I give Jesus Christ legal right to act on my behalf in the spiritual realm with the Father. If we had any idea the power that spiritual intimacy gave us, we would would flip the switch on our priorities overnight. But because we've gotten a religious rut, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, you know, hallelujah, praise the Lord, isn't God good? You know, we get in a religious rut. There is no substance to the words. The words are simply the religious words. They have been emptied of their significance, emptied of their substance. And once the word gets empty of its significance and emptied of of its substance, it's now empty of its power. In the Bible, Genesis 22, when Abraham offered up Isaac, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. When Abraham identified that name, that thing had substance. When he went through and how God came through, that thing had substance. He wasn't just singing Jehovah Jireh, my provider. No, that wasn't no song. That was real. That's why it's important to know what is real about God prior to you going through stuff. So that you know what name to call on when you're going through stuff. Paul had delegated authority so Paul could act using Jesus' name because Jesus was okaying what Paul was doing. So they say, I adjure you, come out. The evil spirit says, we do not know who you are. Now, this is very important because they say we know who Jesus is. Okay, we we can go with that. Everybody knows who Jesus is. But they don't just know who Jesus is. They know who a human being is. They know who Paul is. What do they know about Paul? His connection with Jesus. Now, why is that important? 
That's absolutely critical. Because that means the demons know whether you're close to God or not. We don't recognize any divine authority coming from you. None. Because we don't recognize any intimacy and legal ID in the spiritual realm. On the other hand, when we are in sync with the son who never gets a no from the father, we get the yes that he would get if he himself would have asked it. Turn your Bibles to 1 John 5. 1 John 5.13 says, These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, in order that you may know that you have eternal life. And this is the confidence with which we have before him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request which we have asked from him. Then he comes to verse 14 and says, and we have the confidence we have with before him if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know, he hears us. What's his point? His point is you can have the same confidence about answered prayer that you have about salvation. Verse 13, salvation. Verse 14 and 15, answered prayer. He says, you can have the same confidence. What's going to give me this confidence? Well, he tells you, he says, if we ask anything according to his will. This means that there's only one thing you need to know when you go before God, if it's his will. Now, let me tell you how we cover our back. We cover our backing by saying, Lord, this is what I want if it's your will. Hello. See, that way, just in case we don't get it, we'll say, well, it must not have been his will. <laughs> See, so we, we cover our back. But according to verse 14 and 15, he says, if we know. He's not dealing with speculation. He's dealing with what he calls confidence. He's not dealing with doubt. He's dealing with assurance. Where is this assurance coming from? It's coming from the fact that I know what I'm asking him, he already wants for me. But how am I going to know that? How am I going to know what his will is? There's only two ways to know that. One is by what he says. What scripture says is his will. He says, when the relationship is such that you know his name by intimate association and intimate relationship and intimate fellowship, you will have confidence. So that's the second way you know. God, through the Holy Spirit, places confidence inside you. He gives you a conviction within that this is what God wants and it does not conflict with what he said. Confirmed by confidence in the deepest part of your being. All because you know his name. So this ought to encourage all of us to draw near 
to get close so that we can use that name legally, legitimately, and powerfully. Dr. Tony Evans, talking today about the power of Jesus' name. He'll have a closing thought in just a moment. But first, he's back right now to share with us the most important step in knowing Jesus. A lot of people exist, but don't feel like they're living. The good news of the gospel is Jesus came to give you life. That is the experience of God's reality operating within you. That's what the Bible calls eternal life. So he gives you heaven as a location, but eternal life is an experience. And he gives it to you for free. That's what grace is about. It's a gift. You can't earn it. You can't buy it. You can't be religious enough to get it, but you can receive it. And so God offers the opportunity for you right now to receive the forgiveness of sins and the free gift of eternal life, which will set in motion a whole lifelong experience of growing in the knowledge of God. So let's get this thing started right now by you going to Jesus Christ and saying to him, Lord Jesus, I believe you died on the cross in my place for my sin. I now accept you as my personal substitute. Come into my life. I receive you now as my only Savior. I receive the gift of eternal life that you promised to give me if I came to you for it. Thank you for your salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time today, we invite you to visit Dr. Evans' website, TonyEvans.org. And follow the link at the very top of the page that says Jesus. You'll find plenty of information and resources there to help get your new life in Christ headed in the right direction. What we've been listening to today is part of Tony's powerful compilation of messages called You Are Stronger Than You Think. As I mentioned earlier, we're making this six-lesson collection available to you on CD or digital download, along with the Prayers to Share book that contains 100 tear-out, pass-along kindness notes. Both of these resources are our gift to you when you help us keep Tony's teaching on this station with your donation to the ministry. Just visit TonyEvans.org to get your copy of this exclusive package. You'll find a link with all the details right on the homepage. And while you're there, take a moment to sign up for Tony's free weekly email devotional. Again, that's TonyEvans.org. Or call us at one 800 800-3222, and let one of our friendly team members assist. Our resource center is open 24-7, so call any time. Again, 1-800-800-3222. Well, before we go, I wanted to remind you that Tony's sermons can be heard entirely in Spanish through our new mobile app called Tony Evans and Español. It's free to download from the app stores. Be sure to let your Spanish-speaking friends and relatives know. Just look for Tony Evans in Espanol. If God gave us the authority to be rulers in life, why do so many of us feel like we're in chains instead of in charge? Well, Dr. Evans will address that tomorrow. But right now, he's back to wrap up today's lesson. One closing thought. When they use the name of Jesus illegitimately, it says that the demons told the man... Go get him. This one guy beats up seven guys so bad 
You got seven sons of the chief priests, seven preacher's kids running out naked and bleeding because they've been whipped up by a devil after having used Jesus' name. What's my point? My point is that when you use Jesus' name legitimately, legally, there's power. When you use it illegitimately, you've given the devil an opportunity to come against you, to do worse to you. Because he knows you ain't got nothing going on. So when you go to bed tonight and you get on your knees and the demons are listening to you pray, will they know who you are? The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans is brought to you by The Urban Alternative and is made possible by the generous contributions of listeners like you. 